1: Well, Brisbane is the centre of the rugby league universe and for a lot of people I know up in Queensland, that is how the world should be. That's how the planets should be aligned but just like in the AFL last year, Brisbane have stepped into the breach to uh, save the NRL season just like they did with the AFL season. We've had uh, games all throughout the finals at regional areas of Queensland which has been absolutely phenomenal and now the stage is set for a massive, massive NRL grand final this weekend. Penrith looking for just their second premiership and For the South Sydney Rabbitohs looking for their 22nd and for their coach, Wayne Bennett, about to do something that no other NRL coach has done and that's coach in 10 NRL grand finals. So I thought who better to speak to than a man that's won a grand final with him. With the Broncos in 2006, he's played the second most games for the Broncos, 347 in total, part of the 06 Premiership, 19 games of state of origin for Queensland and 13 for his country. One of the best forwards of his generation, Corey Parker from Fox Sports, been good enough to jump on. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How are you going? Uh, it's good to chat to you again. And uh, as I said um, in my five years up there, one of the things that always stood out was that Brisbane and Queensland always felt like they were neglected when it came to big games of the NRL season. Not so much state of origin, but certainly of the regular season. I know we don't. Begr- I know we don't sort of revel in in New South Wales missing out because of the COVID. But it. But for Queensland and Brisbane, this is a really exciting, a massive opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think we've seen uh, right through. Um, you know, you, look, you talk about Origin, which is the biggest game, I suppose, on the calendar, and, and what Queensland's able to produce year after year in terms of an atmosphere. It's a heartbeat of rugby league. Um, and now, uh, over the last sort of year and a bit, uh, they've been able to house the NRL, and uh, at finally, finally, at long last, they've been able to get uh, a grand final, which it's going to be enormous. Now, there's a little bit of speculation that it may not be the case, but trust me, there'll be a grand final at uh, Suncorp Stadium, and rightly so. I mean, it's been the place. It's it's the Theatre of Dreams, it's the cauldron, and uh, it's one of the best places to play. I've played in a lot of places right throughout the world, and it's one of the best places to play rugby league. And what better way to celebrate the game that's sort of been propped up by Queensland in Queensland at Suncorp Stadium. So between two of the best sides of the competition, obviously Melbourne bowed out, only a week ago, and uh, the old gunslinger Wayne's got his team into uh, into the competition of the grand final, and you know the Panthers they're there again for the second year. So terrific occasion.
1: Cos you were um, uh, part of that O six flag as I mentioned. So we're going to talk about Wayne in just a moment. Um, but when it comes to Suncorp, I want to get the I want you to explain just why it is for you the best place to play rugby league. But first and foremost. This news today about the little COVID cluster, is there a bit of heart in mouth at the moment? as everybody's uh, uh, posterior is tightening up or do you think it's going to be okay?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, you know, it makes a good story and it creates a good headline, but I honestly don't think there's going to be a drama. I mean, there's four cases and three of those have been detected and, 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 and restrained for, for my sort of uh, my understanding. Um, so I don't think that's going to be the case. And aside from that, Anastasia Palaszczuk, who has done a terrific job in, in housing the NRL competition, has managed to salvage an NRL grand final in Queensland, first time in over 100 years. The last thing she's going to want to do is move <laughs> it. So I think that's going to be uh, there to stay. And and to give you a little rundown on why the place is so good now, I'll give you a little quick tour. You walk out of two doors, two sets of doors. So you go through one set of door, and you can hear the crowd, you can hear the you know, the vibration, you can hear the anticipation. Now, when people walk in and out that second set it it actually flows into the change room, so when you're a player and you those both both those sets of doors are are opening, it actually floods the change room um with that sort of feeling of okay, we're on here like we're going to work it's 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 what an occasion and again, on Sunday afternoon, two teams, the two best teams that are there at the end when it counts, are going to have the opportunity to feel that and when you run outside. Suncorp Stadium of 52,500 people, you get the opportunity to look right around the stadium. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. You look from the ground level right up to the top and right around, and all you see is devoted, cheering Queenslanders that absolutely love their game. Now, we've got Penrith and South Sydney. There's no Broncos. There's no Queensland. But I'll tell you what they'll do. They will turn up. They will fill the place. It'll be packed to the rafters. There will be an occasion and an atmosphere that is just unbelievably fantastic for the game of Rugby League in Queensland. And it'll be out throughout the whole day. Caxton Street will be shut off. The game will be building um, from about 12 o'clock in the day. There's a couple of pre-games there, and they will just build. And when the players run out, it'll be the most memorable experience that they would have ever had in their life. And there's a couple of guys that have been uh, playing the game for a long period of time. You think of Cody Walker, 31 years old, played for South Sydney, debuted at 26. He's one of the games greats, never played in the grand final. And he'll get the occasion, he'll get the understanding of what it means to play a grand final um, in Queensland in front of um, 52,500 people and what an occasion it's going to be. So I can't wait, mate.
1: Uh, That's a great – geez, you've set that up brilliantly too, Corey Parker. I'm feeling like we're all – think now, just bristled up, feeling like we could run through brick walls. (laughs) It is a brilliant stadium. The atmosphere is enormous. I mean, you've run out there um, as a a player so many times. I mentioned 347 games for the Broncos, 19 for Queensland, 13 for Australia. You and I have sat on the sideline uh, before uh, covering games, um, and and I'd imagine that's a different – Experience in and of itself. But it just always strikes me how close the fans seem to be um, and, and how loud the joint is when it's at fever pitch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like the amphitheatre of sport, isn't it? I mean, the way the the, the stadium is tiered and, and, and there's no bad seat in Suncorp Stadium. Mm. And I've been lucky enough to be, be in the middle of the pitch over some you know, a long period of time. But even working for Fox Lurping and sitting on the side on the second best, second best position in the world, it, you just can't get enough of it. Now, when you play big games, you want to play it in the best environments, and Suncorp Stadium, in my opinion, is the best place to play rugby league. So these guys are going to get an opportunity, and it's a really fitting um, place to play. it. I mean, you mentioned about the AFL and what I suppose Queensland Government did for the AFL last year, and rightly so had a grand final mm. at the Gabba. This year is going to be very similar in terms of the NRL. We've taken the regional places. This time it's going to be the house at Suncorp Stadium, and rightly so, I mean... Um, the Queensland Government and the game and all, everyone involved done terrific effort mm. what, a, what a way to finish at Suncorp Stadium 6 o'clock or 6.30 on Sunday afternoon you should be up in for a
1: spectacle well, we've prov- one of the things that the AFL might have done, Corey Parker, is just shown that you don't doesn't matter that it's uh, you know two non-Queensland teams playing. The AFL grand finals just happened in Perth over the weekend, and you would have seen that, and that's two Victorian teams playing in a in another AFL stronghold city and state, and they turned up and turned out in massive numbers, and and couldn't have asked for a better atmosphere. So, I've got no doubt it'll be that and a whole lot more um, in Brisbane. Just before we get to Wayne Bennett, you're at the Daly M's last night covering it. For Fox. Tom Trevojevic, the winner that everybody expected. A dominant season from him and and Craig Bellamy, um, you you couldn't begrudge him being named coach of the year given what the Storm have been able to do. Essentially two years on the road um, and he's got them a premiership and a minor premiership. Um, Brandon Smith was named the hooker of the year and of course the video started to seep out of of him and Cam Munster. Um, Obviously an investigation going there. Did that have an effect on the night itself and it's the second sort of off-field thing that uh, the NRL are dealing with at the minute and Peter Landis has made a pretty impassioned plea today for players just to look after themselves a little better.
0: Yeah look the, the night was fantastic to be fair I mean again it was housed in Brisbane and it was you know throughout this COVID period and bubbles and, and the like we've sort of got to be fluid to change and mm. um, whilst it was uh I suppose out of a studio in Sydney, I was on the ground uh, firsthand with a lot of the players that had finished playing. The two teams obviously being South Sydney and Penrith were behind another section um, and everyone had, it was a night of nights. Now it wasn't obviously the night of nights that we had been accustomed to being in Sydney, but certainly everyone everyone was, um, I guess, welcomed for what they had done, their achievements. Now you talk about Tommy Travojevic, who uh, at the end of the day won through an incredible season, but mm. Nathan Cleary, like he was thereabouts. And you've got to understand, Nathan Cleary missed seven weeks after Origin. So yes. you've just got to sort of think, well, if Nathan Cleary didn't get injured through Origin, he would have been a lay down Mazaire to win that uh, Dalian. But I mean, the, the, some of the performances this year have been incredible. I mean, you talk about Thomas, uh, Tom Travojevic, and what he's done. James Tedesco's had his, by far, his best year ever. And he won the award back in 2019. But you don't talk about James Tedesco because of <laughs> what Tom Travovich was able to do. So, some of the performances, I mean, and statistically, I mean, Cody Walker got 5'80 of the year. And, you know, he, you know, try assists and linebacker assists in terms of records broken, there. I mean, um, Daly Cherry Evans, who's the halfback for the Manly Seagulls, had over 30 try assists. So, he was involved in over half their tries this season in their late run. But again, you go back to Tom Dravovic and the season that he had and, and what a performance it was. I mean there's some wonderful performance this year, but none better than what he did. It was yep. you know rightly deserved to him. But in regards to what you're talking about about the incident that we sort of um yeah found with Brandon Smith and, and obviously with Cameron Munster being involved in the video. Um, mate, to be honest, it didn't really take uh, much shape around the night. The night was devoted to the players, yep. and that's what it was, you know, obviously there for and designed for. Uh, the media will do what they do post that, but the media, all the people that I was talking to, um, you know, they, you know, they were running around doing their normal thing, but they weren't sort of overshadowed by what was actually there for, which was really nice to see. Yep. Um, and and then you know what will flow will flow off the back of that, but um, unfortunate, I suppose, that the players found themselves in a position like that, but um, they'll move forward.
1: Yeah, and you know how strong the Storm are, and they'll um, they'll handle this uh, as good, if not better, than, than any club, so there's no uh, dramas or, or no worries to be had there. Hey, let's look at this grand final. Um, a little bit of a surprise for some. Penrith and Storm play a 10-6, which if you look at the scoreline, you think geez, that was a dull game. It was anything but. It was an instant classic, and the Rabbitohs is just far too good for Manly a 36-16 to 16 win, so it sets up to, you know, he historic Sydney clubs uh, into an NRL grand final. The, the Panthers, you know, perennial underdogs looking for just their their second ever premiership, their first since 2003. And, and the Rabbitohs looking for their first since 2014, but it'd be their 22nd overall. And Wayne Bennett, Corey, I mean, 10th grand final. His first was 29 years ago when most of his players wouldn't have even been born.
0: <laughs> it's remarkable, isn't it? I mean, to you, you, to be so good at anything, for a long period of time, you've got to be adaptable to change. And that's Wayne's biggest strength. Like, he's 73 years of, old, uh, yes. of age. Name, name a 73-year-old that can sit down with an 18-year-old and just have talk shop. Like, that just doesn't happen. But that's Wayne's biggest strength. It's just his ability to change. He's got some good people around him. And the old gunslinger, he's got his team. After Latrell Mitchell, I was there the night Latrell Mitchell um, found himself in some hot water with, uh, you know, Joseph Manu. Mm. And I would put the red line through him, just based on the influence that Luttrell has on that side. But Wayne has somehow managed to rally the team together. Um, Blake Taffy goes into the grand final, the youngest ever. I think it's his eighth game. Eighth game in first grade, and he's playing in a grand final at fullback. Not just making up the numbers. He's an integral part of their side. We yep. saw some his performance on the weekend. Um, So, I mean, the storylines just keep going. Adam Reynolds has finished. Wayne Bennett has finished there. Benji Marshall is going to hang hang up the boots. So they've got plenty to play for other than the fact that, that, you know, they're looking for a grand final. I mean, Cody Walker's yet to win a grand final. Uh, And then you go to the other side of the coin, you've got Penrith Panthers who um, have been the best. They were statistically the best defensive team in the competition and that's what wins big games. And you saw last week they were able to repel and repel and repel the 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 potency of Melbourne Storm's attack to a point where they win a game. Um, they win the game ten six and and off the back of that they find themselves in a consecutive grand final with such a young group. You got to understand they're still a young group of mm. footballers. Um, so the upside is enormous for them. Their window is still wide open. Um, now the pain of losing a grand final is 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 is, is heart wrenching. I've won one and I've lost one. And, and they have lost one last year and they don't want to win, uh, sorry, don't want to lose another one and they've beaten the, the heavyweights, they beat beaten Melbourne Storm, they bashed them up, they come through the front door and they were physical yep. for a continuous 80 minutes and they got the job done. Now they come up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs um, who can score points. They can yep. score points, they got the best left edge in the competition, up over 70 tries down that left edge, 70 tries, so you know which way they're going to come. <laughs> yes. um, but defensively, not quite as good as the Penrith Panthers. So um and the Penrith Panthers can score points. Now they've got a couple of injury concerns going in to the game. They always make for a for a great theatre also. But I, I look I, defence wins big games and I just think that um based on what I've seen particularly last week, their steely defence up against Melbourne Storm. I just think that they're going to get the job done. Um, And and particularly after last year's performances of not being able to hold that trophy up with a lot of those young guys, it burns and it burns deep. And it's certainly been a motivation for them. So in a real tight one, I think that uh, Penrith will get the job
1: done. Mate, that was absolutely sensational, comprehensive as always, and great to catch up with you. And I I remember you and I to finish up with having a chat when I was on air in Brizzy, and I was one of the people saying, it's time to go, Wayne. <laughs> it, Wayne, it's, <laughs> it's been too long. You can't relate to the young guys anymore. And you said to me, no, no. Don't worry, he'll find a home somewhere else. He'll be back at the top of the tree before you know it. And I'm man enough to admit I got it absolutely wrong, and you were a hundred percent right, mate. So it's good to chat to you ahead of uh, him making some history, and uh, who knows what might pan out. And it doesn't look like he's done yet. That new Brisbane franchise—it just got him written all over it, doesn't it?
0: Well, it does. I mean, he's 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 been very vocal. That's the one thing that sort of I've noticed most about Wayne over the last sort of few months. He's been really open and vocal about you know, his movements and what he's doing, in particular, you know, what he's done this year and what he's been able to provide for South. And, uh, yeah, it's his last year. He's taken to the grand final. That's why he's paid the big bucks. These quotes you just don't really hear from Wayne. No. But uh, he, he's really enjoying life. I spoke to Wayne after his, uh, his win last week going into the grand final. He had to scratch himself. Like, honestly, when they lose Latrell Mitchell, the influence that they would have within the group, um, you just don't know how it, how it's actually going to perform until you get to game day. And, He's got his team humming and singing off the same hymn page and he's got one more to do it, the old Fox. I mean, he's uh, he's going to be the first coach in history, to, if he's to win, to win a, a premiership at four different clubs. So... Um, if anyone can do it, mate, Wayne's the man. So we'll wait and see. It should be a hell of a game.
1: Absolutely. And I think the fact that Craig Bellamy's not across from him is actually um, working in his favour because Belliaght's got such a great record against Wayne. So, yeah, it, it might all be there for the history to be made. We'll have to wait and see. Can't wait for it, mate. I'll let you get back. You're on holiday at the moment. So thanks for giving up some time while you are. Um, say good day to Margot for me. Uh, I do miss doing the show with her. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the time with your family, mate. Great to chat to you.